0: You're listening to the Lifted Life Podcast. We created the show to help you live a lifted life. Hey
1: everyone and welcome back. It's episode 90 of the Lifted Life Podcast. And today we are talking about the currency of attention. I like bum, that bum, title. Bum. We played around with a lot of different versions mm-hmm. of that title. That was my decision. I was like, no, I like it, I like it, I like it. Because we give so much emphasis to our currency of money, that we think it's time to make a shift, to bring some awareness to how important the currency of our attention truly is. So how about
0: you start us off with your story? I think maybe we got the idea from the title from, I heard someone speaking about the value of attention and how sometimes we don't um, give it enough thought or weight um, to to what it is. So the example he gave was, if you're on the street and someone walked up to you and said, can I have 10 bucks? Probably you wouldn't give them 10 bucks. Obviously, maybe you would, or not obviously, maybe you would given on a different circumstance, but generally you wouldn't just give someone 10 bucks because you value your money. But they said, can I have 10 minutes of your time? You may do it, or you may more willingly give them 10 minutes. And his argument was, your attention is more valuable than your money.
1: Right, but we don't always see it that way. Instead, we've become very loose with what we give our attention to. And the example that you and I were talking about had to do with social media and how we'll find ourselves scrolling. Like, oh my gosh, it happened again. I had no intention of being on there or I thought I'd tucked my phone away. And yet here I am with my phone in my hand. And it feels very easy or natural or desirable to say that that Facebook. They're making it more and more addictive. And that's when you brought up that people were saying that about what newspapers and
0: I think it's a flawed premise to say that they did it again. Like they're behind it again. They stole my intention. No, I gave my intention away freely. And I, I'm not saying that they don't do that. And they're not geared to do that. But people tend to blame Facebook, Google get on the list, whoever, they're stealing my attention. They're gearing this system to steal my attention. And I think if you were rewind 50 years, they would say that TV, that's all it does, is zaps your attention, that radio, that newspaper, and keep going back. And I think it's our brain that's, or us, that's giving attention away, not someone's necessarily taking it.
1: Can I challenge it that they're getting better and better at it, though? That they are literally hiring the same people that work for casinos mm-hmm. to capture your attention and keep it for the scrollable so, apps that so we So my are.
0: argument isn't that they're not doing that because I believe they're doing that and they're very good at it. What I'm arguing is the fix is to start with you. Right. And you can combat that. You can stop that. You're You, at the end of the day, are giving your attention away.
1: Right. And I think that the point to that is that nobody made you pick up your phone. Not yet nobody um, made you pick out the app. But you and mm. I both admit that sometimes you're like, oh my gosh, before I even knew it, my finger tapped over to that app.
0: Oh, extremely addictive. Like uh, I'll pick up my phone and I'll To click. check
1: something because there's a ding.
0: Yeah. And before I know it, I'm over on, I try to, I jump around from Facebook to Twitter, but. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So um, I had a really good point. I lost it because our neighbor's dog was out. and it was really cute. I, I know you saw me looking out there like, oh my gosh, I lost her.
0: I was drinking water, totally (laughs) unaware Um, of what you're doing.
1: Okay, so the idea... Oh, I know what I was going to say. It was that... Last week, we were talking about, was it last week or the week before, about the power of personal responsibility mm-hmm. and the illusion of blame. The illusion of blame is that it feels so good to just blame someone besides ourselves. That mm-hmm. darn Facebook, they're so addictive. And they even have these casino programmers. <laughs> they do what they bring them in. They bring in the casino programmers. I know it. I heard it about it on the radio. And so... Uh, <laughs>
0: but being a programmer, I'm, I'm curious. I'm offended. <laughs> what, what is a casino programmer?
1: They want you to... Stay and gamble your money away. They, okay. This is serious. I really did read about this, and I don't even have to use my silly accent, but <laughs> the, the, if you use Facebook on your laptop and you are checking out what people are saying, it's significantly less... Addictive than when you use your phone, there's something about the way you refresh the feed There's something about the way that red button pops up at the bottom for the notifications All of those things are designed to keep you on the app longer the longer you give that app your attention The more money they can make.
0: Yeah, I agree with that and yeah. there's definitely this this reward thing where like Dopamine somehow hit. Yeah, you do something you get a reward. I like, oh, felt good and then you do more yeah.
1: social proof social validation um, and mm-hmm. so this really is all tied together with this idea of the currency of attention because we're challenging you this week to start to value your attention as a top, hot priority. I was gonna say commodity, but commodity
0: means that, what is commodity? Take a small break to jump on my phone to figure out what commodity means.
1: Define commodity. I always have a hard time with this because... Something that's
0: bought and sold.
1: A raw material or primary agricultural product that can be bought and sold. A useful or valuable thing such as water or time. <laughs> Interesting. It's a top commodity then. I thought commodity was that it was replaceable or that it was...
0: Someone, some, uh, one that's a major in econ, e-com, that's going to be freaking out right now you idiots, it's this and
1: mm-hmm. this. Well, anyway, so we want to challenge you to think about your time as important, your money. Sure, it's important, but your attention and where you place your attention is the top priority. Because from that, more joy, more bliss, more peace, all of these things that you truly want can flow. And so, um, like I said, in a past episode recently, we talked about the power of radical responsibility for your own choices and your own well Uh, the idea of blame feels very tempting, but really it's quite an illusion because then you continually give your power away. So we can sit all day and prove that the social media and even like Netflix, the way it's designed, like, do you want to go ahead and keep watching this? Cause we're just going to play the next one. Well, if you insist, because I was going to get up, but since you're going to go mm-hmm. ahead and play the next one, or YouTube even, the way that they're like, oh, suggested for you, you might also like these other 10. Oh my gosh, yes, I want to watch all 10 of
0: these. But something, <laughs> uh, maybe in the in the business realm, um, Facebook bought Instagram for over a billion dollars. Um, Which some
1: people say that was still a steal.
0: Yeah. Um, Dollar Shave Club was bought, I think, by Unilever for a billion dollars. Just recently, Gary Vee sold his wine club um, for a billion, 1.7 billion. So all that, it, those companies are buying attention is what they're buying. They're buying eyeballs that people that have already bought into those those companies and um, and really are immersed in, in, in their beliefs, and then they're buying that from them. Yeah. So they're buying attention.
1: Well, and I think that it's important to note that everything is fighting for our attention and media and advertising and marketing has been fighting for our attention for a long time. And so to notice that, yes, my attention is a hot commodity, the most precious of pretty much all of my commodities. um, And yet then the challenge becomes, how do I break free from continually giving away my attention? Uh, Because that's what I keep doing. So what do I do if I feel myself Giving away my attention, which means I'm not putting my attention on things that really matter to me. and creating what I truly want. How do I make that change?
0: So I would think of it more like in in an abundant universe. So like with money, you spend it in an abundant way. Or in an abundant universe, you want to spend your money so you can attract more money. I feel like attention is the same way, but you need to put your attention on what you want to put your attention on.
1: What do you want to create more of?
0: Yeah, what do you want to create more of?
1: Right. So um, I think that it's an especially interesting time because there are so many things that can vie for our attention that frustrate us polarizing topics whether you are in the camp of I can't believe people aren't wearing a mask I'm Mm -hmm. so offended I'm so angry and I can find all these people to be angry at or you're in the other camp of I can't believe people are trying to force me to wear a mask on my body and I don't feel comfortable doing that and I don't believe it's necessary and you're in that camp Mm -hmm. I, I don't think it really matters at this point as far as this conversation which camp you're in except for the fact that you can find all these reasons to be angry. You can continually look around and find a reason to be frustrated and to feel disempowered and to feel sucked in by this current event drama. Mm -hmm. And I just want to share this kind of personal story that just this past week, our son was struggling with um, an earache and it was very consuming. He's quite a sensitive guy, so these things really take him down for the count. He relies on me quite heavily when he's not feeling well. And I gave pretty much all of my attention to him. And you would say something to me about a current event going on. And I said, I don't care about that. My child needs me. Like to be you who still cared about something as low and petty as this current event. I didn't say it quite like that. But I remember feeling like, okay, this just isn't even an issue. I mean... You know, let's get real here. We've got to take care of our own child. And then he started feeling better. And then it was like, okay, now what's that current of issue, current event we can be real mad and worried about and stressed out about? And I just found that. Well, the funny
0: thing was, it was a new one. There's, all, there's a few days later, it was a new one. Don't yeah, worry, oh, that, always, that one's old hat. This is this new one. Yes, there's yeah.
1: always something to be completely fired up and angry about, or there's always something to be completely blissed out and enjoyous joyous and grateful for. And so I do think that when it comes to our attention, it's so important to note that until we bring awareness to this addiction to our problems, we will continue to find things to suffer with and for. And instead of doing that, we can recalibrate our capacity for enjoyment. And that has been one of our goals with Lifted and each other is to expand our capacity for enjoyment because we too have a tendency to continue to find what's wrong. And when nothing is wrong, then maybe we'll make something wrong by picking a fight or something Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. I learned a lot about this in the book, The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. It's a really good book as he talks about upper limits and how we all have a capacity for joy. And once we hit that capacity, we will bring about suffering or struggling just to keep it more comfortable and instead of expanding out and, um, and really expanding our capacity for enjoyment. So, um, that was a lot, but important stuff in there. Hopefully there was something valuable. Um, should we take a break and read, um, the sponsor and then maybe we'll get back to attention currency. Yep. Okay, cool. So this, uh, review is for our product mood boosting probiotic. And so this week's episode of the list of life podcast is brought to you by that product mood boosting probiotic available over at our shop or on amazon and this is a review that says you need this product in your life asap it's quite a long one so i don't know if i'll read all of it um but i will be sharing this review over on our instagram and facebook later this week because that's how we do it We kind of rotate through and share different things because I know some people prefer to read it. Uh, This one says, I literally cannot say enough good things about this product. I've struggled with mild anxiety my entire life, but after being furloughed in March, I completely spiraled. I went to the ER several times thinking I was having a heart attack, the absolute worst panic attacks I've ever experienced. My body felt like it was completely shutting down. My doctors put me on Celexa and Lexapro and I had insomnia, increased anxiety. So I was even worse off than when I started. I began to do my own research because I wanted my life back. I was so tired of being a prisoner to my own mind. I found an article that discussed the relationship between gut health and mental health and began to feverishly research probiotics. I found Lifted on Amazon and spent hours reading reviews and doing more research. Once I made the purchase, I received my order promptly and the pills are easy to swallow and have zero taste. I noticed a peaceful calmness about two hours after my first dose. And now after a month of taking Lifted, I feel so much better. I've lost 30, yes, 30 pounds. I sleep so much better. I don't wake up to panic attacks. I'm so thankful for this product and I can't wait to see what it does for me in months to come. Wow. I know. I would like almost say like results not quite typical. <laughs> the feeling better within 2 hours and the 30 pounds like that's almost like what? Like Yeah can't make this stuff up though that person was ready for a healing
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh revolution and so she invited one in and we are very excited that we got to be a part of that journey with with her so that was a good i, I ended up reading it all i couldn't find a good stopping point I'm like stop, this yeah. is good <laughs> <laughs> oh this is good okay so thank you to that reviewer If you haven't already, taking a moment to share a quick review, either for the podcast or the products or what keep us going. I seriously do a little happy dance when I see them. And so thank you for your time on that. All right. Back to the show. We're talking about attention. Um, I have something I can carry it with, or do you want to jump in? (laughs)
0: Give me a breather. I was thinking about, we're both reading Supernatural, Becoming Supernatural by Dr. Joe Dispenza. Um, I had taken a break on it and you started reading it. So then it was like a racist who can get to the end first. No,
1: least... I was talking about, it, you're like, oh, I need to open that up again.
0: It's a one person race. I think I'm the only one that's racing, but. Truth. Anyway, I'm not a quantum theorist or a quantum physicist, but, um, in the book he does talk about how in the quantum realm, nothing really exists until you put your attention on it. So I don't know if that may be too way out there for some people, but the theory is that our reality doesn't really exist until we focus on something and think about it. And then the The universe makes it real, makes it real and the universe reflects back what you're focusing upon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So thinking about that, like it's kind of like what we're saying is what, what you focus on, you create or what you put your attention on, you get.
1: Well, I think that it's also important to note that you could focus on, there's so many things going on. Anything that you can imagine, you could put your attention on and create more of. Mm -hmm. So why then would you choose to focus on things that feel so heavy and things that invoke so much suffering?
0: Why not? I I think I realized before we started talking about this that even myself don't see attention as a currency. I don't see it as the most valuable thing I have. It's just this thing that I give away because I'm bored or whatever. Not anymore. When you flip that around and then you think about it the other way, it's like, wow, that's the most valuable thing I actually have right now is my intention.
1: Right. So then why am I not spending at least 10 minutes a day practicing positive thoughts on purpose? 20 minutes a day connecting to the vast infinite intelligence that I can tap into and plug into and receive downloads from. Or
0: when I stop and say, wow, I just spent the last 30 minutes scrolling through all these negative things that make me feel like crap. Mm Mm-hmm. I can bring awareness to that and say, wow, I could have spent the lot or I'll spend the next 30 minutes reading articles that make me feel good.
1: Right. And we've talked about on the show, instead of beating yourself up or being so frustrated, you can merely point it out as contrast. Yep. This was a beautiful contrast. This is not what I want. So this does actually point me if I'm willing to see it into the direction that I do want.
0: Or like last night when I was having an irritation moment. And, and not you. Not me. I know. And you <laughs> promptly said... Do you want to feel that way? And it you gave a, me the dirty. It was the most irritating thing to ask me. Of course, I don't want to feel that way. But then, it, as you, when you left the room, I'm like, then that's the whole point is you don't want to feel that way. So, why feel that way? Well, I think it's rude. You don't rude. have to.
1: It's rude for me to say, like, come, you know, I'll help you feel better. Like, look, I can do this trick and dance like this and spin around. No, it, and, it was like... the
0: perfect question. It just took a, a <laughs> couple minutes to kind of think it through. You gave me a dirty fully. look when I of course said, I that. Did.
1: all right. So, we've mostly been talk to, talking about the, Uh, impact of giving our attention away to social media and that's mostly because we don't watch the news but some people do and we're here today to invite you to reconsider that here's an article (laughs) that I shared on Facebook it says how the news changes the way we think and behave and I quote after months of nonstop headlines about COVID-19 there are hints of an impending crisis of coronavirus anxiety Mental health charities across the world are reporting unprecedented levels of demand, while many people are taking social media holidays as they strive to cut their exposure to the news. Later on in the article, this was another quote I shared. This is over on our Facebook page at Lifted Naturals. Check us out over there. They said another group had been even more badly shaken Those who had not seen the explosion in person, but had consumed six or more hours of news coverage per day in the week afterward. Now, first of all, if you're watching six hours of news a day, you might need an intervention. (laughs) I thought it said six hours a week, which could still totally shake your nervous system and make you feel unsafe and unwell. I want to remind you that fear puts our nervous system in a state of distress, whereas feelings of calm and relaxation help boost our immune system. And so this addiction to the news that so many people are struggling with is not in fact helping the anxiety on any level or account. So um, that second quote I read was about a whole nother event, not the coronavirus crisis, but um, an explosion that some people were present at and other people just watched the news about. And it basically showed that those people who watched the news about it for six hours a day or more, um, or even more badly shaken and more traumatized in effect. So, um, mostly we've been talking about social media, but the social media is essentially news. And so it's all kind of connected, whether you're turning on the TV to a news channel, or you're just opening your phone and inviting the world to bring their perspective to your face. Every time you do that, you are in effect, giving your attention away and offering it up to anyone that happens to be in your feed. And so I think it's just a really great time to reflect on what you want to bring into your awareness and what you want to give your attention to. And like we said, don't be so hard on yourself if you do stray off the path to instead allow it to be contrast to show you what you do or don't want more of. Something else you want to say about that? You're kind of nodding.
0: Yeah, I'm nodding. Yeah, I I realize they can't hear me nod. Mm -mm. Um, Yeah. I think what we're saying is just bring awareness to where your attention's going. Uh, I don't don't think we're saying like...
1: You've been a bad, bad boy or girl. (laughs) Of course not. Or
0: don't ever look at Facebook or don't ever watch the news or don't ever do these things. I think we're just saying bring awareness to where your attention's going and where you're giving it. And like Mm -hmm. the example you gave... Um, the people that watched, or the article is talking about the people that watched the news, but n- wasn't even near the explosion. They're giving their attention to that mm-hmm. six hours a day, mm-hmm. and they they're bringing on that feeling, that emotion, and
1: and the brain can't tell the difference between a real or an imagined event, right. Because so it creates the, an. Inter- it was like
0: they were there. They might as well have been there because their body didn't know the difference,
1: right? And knowing that you have a choice to be at a proverbial explosion or to create peace, like or- for
0: example. I don't need to know what's going on in the news. I, I, for me personally, it's just there's no value in it. Um, some people need to know, and they want to know, and I think that's okay. But when you're giving so much attention to it, and hours and hours and hours, and it's not doing good for your body, and it's making you stressed, I, I don't think that's okay.
1: Well, I just think it's fascinating to even say it's okay. Like, let's evaluate. They want, they need to watch the news. That's okay. Do they need to though, or they want to? They choose to, they mm. like to, but do they need yeah. to know everything that's going on? And also the news is all the bad things that have happened. Yeah. Very rarely is it a collection, a collaboration of all the good things that have happened. In fact, nobody would watch
0: that because- Well, the news is actually the olds. The
1: olds, the olds yeah. for sure. And so I think that this idea of, well, I have to know what's going on. Okay, but they're sharing one sad story. 700 million good things happen. Do you need to know all of those too? And why not? because those things happen too. what makes this sad thing more real than these other happy things where this person brought this person a grocery bag of food and this person helped this person cross the street do you need to know every time something good happens and why not if you do need to know when something bad happens oh my gosh i just got shook up dang i know well but if you want to you can (laughs) but don't tell me you need to
0: okay need may not have been the best I will bust we're, you up for your you word will. choice. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. We've been jibber jabber enough. you have something else you want to say or are we going to wrap this puppy up? I think we're going to wrap this one up. Okay. We're 90 episodes in of this weekly podcast, which we explore topics that are basically popping up throughout our week. And then we invite you into a conversation. So we'd love for you to join the conversation. Write to us, info at com comment over on our social media, tag us in a story. We appreciate all of the connection and community that we create through the podcast. Thanks for being here.